Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Uh, on the dais, we have CEO of Jazz Basketball, Danny Ames, owner Ryan Smith, and Quinn Snyder. We're going to begin with remarks from Ryan Smith. So I think, first of all, thank you, everyone, for being out here. Um, so many familiar faces. Um, people have given a lot of work and energy for the Jazz, especially over these last eight years. Thanks, Jazz Nation, who are tuning in. Um, we know how much you care. Uh, but most of all, thanks to Quinn um, and the Snyder family for everything they've given to the state, to the organization. This is truly a day about them and Amy. Um, we, we know how, how hard you've worked to support Quinn and, and all of us, and you, you guys have truly given way more than you've taken from um, not only this organization, but for the state of Utah. Um, you know, this organization's had two co three coaches in 34 years. And Quinn is the second winningest coach of, of all time here. And, and that says a lot. Um, but most of all, Quinn's about relationships. It's what he cares about. I think that from Ashley and I um, coming into a, a new job, a new responsibility, um, I remember getting sick right when I first started. It was like my first welcome during COVID was getting sick. And, and Quinn was the first person that called and sent a package down to our family. And, and that's who. That's who Quinn is. Um, and so uh, from the bottom of our hearts, from our ownership group, from the Miller family, um, who were responsible for bringing you in, um, one of the things that's gotten us most excited when we came in was the opportunity to work with you, and that did not disappoint. And so um, we, think, we thank you guys. Um, <clears throat> very well said, Ryan. Um, I think I've gotten to know Quinn and Amy a little bit better in these last uh, few weeks. We've had a lot of conversations about life, basketball, contracts. Um, I first met Quinn in, a, in an elevator in Europe. It was our first face-to-face -face confrontation years ago when he was Greece. scouting the world. Where were we? What's it? Greece. Athens, yeah. yeah. Athens. Um, but um, it's been a pleasure just this short time I've been here. Uh, just to get to know Quinn and see him in action, and I'm glad that I did. I'm glad I got to know him. Uh, I feel like we have a good relationship that can go on well past this job and this opportunity. And um, and I know that he's going to be coaching somewhere else in the near future, next year probably, and be the most wanted coach out there. He's well respected in the NBA uh, by all of his peers. And... Um, I'm just grateful for the chance to get to spend time with him. The thing that probably what Ryan said about relationships, um, I've been around a lot of coaches in my lifetime and a lot of very good coaches. Um, but the one thing that stood out to me the most about Quinn was his time spent in developing relationships and building relationships. And I appreciate that very much. I think it's a very undervalued quality of, of great coaches. And uh, he's one of the best at that, and uh, along with many other great talents that we all know of his brilliance and, and hard work. Uh, I, too, would like to thank Amy for her sacrifice. And uh, I know what it's like being a coach and in, in the NBA and, and uh, what that entails. And it, it, it entails a lot. Um, grateful to get to know you, Coach. I would have passed if I knew I was going to get embarrassed <laughs> like this. Um, but th thank you guys both for your, your kind words. Um, I guess 
First, I'd just like to thank um, Gail and the Miller family for giving me a chance when, you know, there wasn't, uh, uh, I don't know, thank you um, for the opportunity. And uh, I think Danny just touched on it. Um, you know, Ryan, you and Danny, you, even in a short period of time, um, the opportunity to um, begin to build those relationships. And Danny mentioned the, the dialogue that, you know, that we had over a course of time. I, I, I spoke to Ryan um, as well at length, and we really just shared and uh, tried to articulate a lot of things. And um, it was helpful to me, you know, actually in, in, in being and working, working through all this. Um, to have those conversations, so thank you. And um, again, I, I, you know, and I guess it's a, it's a theme with, with re the relationships. I, I think the other, the, the other overwhelming theme for me has just been gratitude. Um, you know, I, I couldn't be more grateful um, for my time here. Um, you know, there are so many people that that are responsible for that, and. Um, you know, to the extent there's a, a real sense of loss um, and, and some sorrow and sadness, um, I think that's to be expected given everything that, um, you know, that, that took place here and that I feel like I tried to give. So, you know, it, that for me gets back to the players first and foremost, um, not just the guys on the current team, but, you know, every, every coach knows that, you know, players are the key to everything you're doing. And, and for me, the, the, the pivotal part of that that makes it so worthwhile is the, is the type of guys that um, that I had an opportunity to coach and again just grateful to them for everything they gave the trust um, and then then my staff um, this business can be lonely <coughs> as a head coach and to have the support um, you know of all the people that are that are through that wall um, is really uh, essential they, they keep you um, at least balanced as as balanced as possible, and you know that that goes right to Amy, my wife. I think the uh, the, the bookends were the last time I was here. Um, I was a little younger, and, and Amy was pregnant um, with Madeline. I think seven months pregnant. So um, you know, a little different. Um, but in both instances, I guess the the the, the fact that um, we both and our family are are so grateful for. Um, we were then, and we are even more so now. So um, I could ramble on, and uh, but thank you again, and, and uh, appreciate everything. And um, it's been it's been a great great opportunity. Thanks, Coach. Um, you know, I think the Millers have set an incredible legacy with with Coach Sloan, and, and you're part of that family. You know, I, I think as, as I tried to say in my statement, which was, you know, um, a challenge to try to capture a lot of that for me in, in even making a decision, but um, it, it's, it, was, it was just time. I, I tried to, you know, give, give voice to that. And, 
it really isn't any more complicated than that as far as trying to look into a, a lot of different you know reasons and things like that. I just felt like I got to a place where it was time. Quinn, what what is next for you? What do you see? In the future? You know, I, I I've been so consumed um, with, with this decision um, over a period of weeks, and uh, that's been where my mindset has been. You know, 100%. I think Danny can attest to that, and as can Amy. So um, I haven't really thought thought about that any. Coach, was there a point where, you know, you just kind of figured that, you know, this was the right decision for you? Was there a specific point where you figured it was the right decision for you? Um, you know, I, I think it's something I labored over. Um, and, you know, you, you never have complete clarity on something like this. And, you know, I think Saturday night, um, you know, after um, thinking about it for, significant period of time or course of weeks and um, just felt like it was time and um, you know felt like that um, yeah it's Saturday night and we wanted to talk about it Sunday. Do, coach do you have an intention of getting back into NBA coaching right away or taking a little bit of time to Step back and reassess where you want to go. But I think Danny's going to push me back in and give me a moment <laughs> after that. Um, no, I, 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 you know, I, I appreciate you, you know, um, having me try to respond to that again. And I, I guess say the same thing that that I, I mentioned with Andy is I, I haven't that hasn't been on my mind at all. I've just been um, focused on this and. It's been consuming on many levels. Um, I don't have any intention of, I don't know what I'm going to do next year. And as far as coaching, you know, next year or anything along that line. I know I'm going to be at Halloween with my daughter, which we talked about yesterday. And that was a, a silver lining of me stepping down. Coach, have you had a chance to talk to a lot of the team? And kind of what was their reaction? And what was those conversations like? Um, I, I did. Um, Talked to a number of the guys, um, a few others we tried to reach out to, and I, I, I've. That's something that, that is kind of a regular occurrence for me. I try not to bother them too much, but obviously this was a, a different situation. But yeah, I did get a chance to talk to those guys, and you know, as you'd expect, the type of guys that we have were, you know, really supportive, um, understanding, and, and whatnot. So. Quinn, you mentioned eight years ago in the press conference. Mm -hmm. If you look back, what do you hope your footprint was or your stamp was in those eight years? You know, I, I think, I guess the, the things that I are, are really memorable to me, you know, I, I, I have a hard time thinking about a, a footprint necessarily, but um, I think memories in, in and of themselves are, are akin to that. You know, I, I do remember um, game seven in LA, um, and that that really um, was symbolic of a you know of a journey over a period of years to get to that point. Um, you know, and making the playoffs for the first time in my tenure here, and for the Jazz in, in some time as well. Um, I think this building that we're in right now, metaphorically, um, it's a big building. Um, so I'm not sure about the footprint, 
Um, but having a chance even to be in here, particularly when no one's around, um, a lot of pride that that goes into that. You know, I didn't lay the bricks. There's so many other people that, that did that, both figuratively and literally. Um, but it is something that, that, that I feel um, a lot of pride in, in having been a part of. Um, and I could probably keep keep digging it. I, I would. I was thinking the other day about, um, and I didn't get Jordan Clarkson, but I, I had, you know, and this is no footprint whatsoever, um, but something that we, the bubble was a unique experience for our team, and I, I can recall hearing in the locker room Jordan Clarkson. I didn't know it was him at the time playing Frank Sinatra's That's Life, and uh, I don't know whose footprint that, that that's probably JC's footprint, but um, a lot of people that have a lot of footprints and something we're all proud of. He's also, he's also a coach that had, um, you know, one of the best defenses in the league and then kind of transformed into one of the best offenses in the league, and that's very rare uh, to be able to coach different styles of team and have so much success on one side of the ball or another. And I think that's an impressive footprint. Rudy's footprint's probably the most impressive on, on, <laughs> on every level. I don't know that we'd be up here without Rudy and a number of other guys. Danny, how big is the pool of candidates? You probably had a little time to think about this. and didn't catch most of us by surprise, so I'm, I'm sure you've considered it on some level. Yeah, I've considered it. I've spent, spent some time contemplating the possibility. Always have. when you know I've been through coaching searches a couple times before. Um, so I have my ideas, but we really haven't discussed it internally with the rest of the staff or with Ryan. And so I, I don't know the answer to that. I mean, I have a few, but I'm not sure I'd know them well enough to even give you their names. Or, But it's a very beginning of the process. I'd like to spend some time with Quinn and get his ideas even before he goes away. Hi, Lindsay Ertz from KSL News Radio. This decision impacts not just the NBA and basketball, but the city of Salt Lake. Quinn, what's your message to the fans and to the city? Well, I'm glad you, you asked me that because in my opening remarks, I, as I started talking about my family. I skipped over that. And, um, you know, th this, I mentioned, you know, Amy being pregnant. And we've, we've two of my kids have lived here their whole life. Um, the other two, it's, you know, they don't remember Russia or Atlanta. Um, th this is a special place, and one that will—that's not going to change for us. Um, it's one of the things that makes it really difficult. A anytime you talk about, you know, a city, um, fans—it's it, friendships too. And you know, there's a lot of people in this room that I'll really miss, and including the fans. You know. When we beat OKC, I don't think I've ever heard the place as loud as it was. So, um, you know, that goes without saying, but it's it's more than the support and the cheering in the game. It's the, the connectivity that I felt, you know, in the community and everything that everybody um, gave, you know, through thick and thin. I'm grateful for that. Amy Green. Coach, you inherited a team that had won 25 games the year before, and now it's taken the six straight playoff appearances. Uh, what, what are you most proud of, of what you've done with this team over the last eight years? I think just the the, the process, you know, and the, the 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 being committed to sustaining 
um, certain standards in building, um, you know, more, more than any, any specific. And you mentioned the players, and they're, they're the ones that demonstrate that, you know. And, and we can aspire to it and talk about it. Um, but, you know, that first year is, is vivid. And, you know, those guys, we all grew together. We all grew together, and that, that's, that's the beauty of this business, that you get those opportunities, and um, that continued over time. So I'm, I'm uh, proud of that, and, and the players, and, and frankly, what they did for me and my staff. One thing you said, Quinn, was uh, in the Gordon Watson article, actually, that you couldn't see a clear path forward for yourself with this team. I guess what did you mean by that? Well, you know, there, there's a lot of thoughts that, that come to your mind, and, and it goes to the same thing that I, I mentioned before. That you know, you you try to be introspective and analyze and all those things. And I just got back to the same place. That it was just it was time. You know, it's time for the Jazz to move forward. Time to meet for me to move forward. It just made the most sense to me. And you know, as I said before, I, as well as I can, or as much as I can, try to articulate that. It's not something that, that's easily done. Not to belabor the point for a third time, but you said you didn't know what you were going to do next year, but you did say you knew what you were going to do on Halloween. Kind of <laughs> you're, it, not, you're not coaching. What tense did I use, by the way? <laughs> I, you know, yeah. I, what, I don't know when. I, I know it might not be Easter Monday uh, because we were gone on so many Easters that we had to try to trick our kids into celebrating on Monday until they figured that out when they started school. Um, yeah. I, a better question would be what what would I dress up as, and I don't have an answer to that either. What would you do with yourself if you're not coaching? Um, those are those are questions that you know you, you give thought to, and I'll be able to give more thought to them, you know, as as things move forward. Right now, and as I said, I've just this has been on my mind on so many different levels. I'm fortunate to have a family that. Um, you know, that I really look forward to spending time with. And that's a pretty good start. Danny, you've made two coaching hires that seemingly are incongruent, Doc Rivers and Brad Stevens. Can you tell us what the through line of maybe both those hires were? Um, <clears throat> well, first of all, I just want, you know, like we have spent the last few weeks, like I said, talking, Quinn and I, a lot about a lot of different things. And uh, I, I think it's pretty clear, like we desperately wanted him to stay. And um, at the same time, I've, have, I've walked away from coaching and I walked away from being a general manager after 18 years in Boston. And um, so I trust that Quinn knows more what's best for him and his family, much more than we do. And, um, but in those coaching searches, um, you know, I spent a lot of time scouting in, in, in that time and I was did a lot of broadcasting I obviously played against Doc Rivers and I, I got to know Doc um, off the court and then when I was doing broadcasting for many years um, for a few years I should say in, with TNT I got to know Doc even more um, so I had this relationship with him and it was I had kind of had in my mind who the, the best coaches were and then the same thing happened with Brad I, but now I'm in a position where I um, haven't really been looking to the same extent 
for those coaches. There's a lot of names I know I'm familiar with in the coaching world, but this will be much different than the, the two previous ones and probably more thorough. We're going to take our time. <laughs> Got to get it right. Quinn, what were the conversations with the players like? Was it difficult to kind of let them know what your decision was? Um, they were, I think, very sincere. Um, but but not long um, because I was wanting to, to speak um, to as many guys as I could and um, there wasn't a ton of time from, from the time that we you know we all had a chance to talk to Danny and Ryan and others and um, so they, they weren't long but they were they were positive and as you would expect with I think the relationships I had with those guys and the respect that we had for each other. Danny, uh, as far as timetable goes, is there a sense of urgency? Do you want something in place, somebody in place by draft, by free agency, or is that not really a concern? Not, not a concern right now. We want to get this, get this choice right. Got big shoes to fill. Ryan. You've owned the team for about a year and a half, and you've made a really clear point of how big a fan you were before you became an owner. And now that you've seen it from that side of the table, and you've gone through big decisions like this one, is it what you thought it was? How is it different? Well, I mean, it's a fan. I just remember Quinn constantly tripping over my feet, and I'm going to miss that. <laughs> you were Getting in his way. Uh, but, you know, I think that's it's an interesting perspective. I mean, I, Quinn is a big part of like what really got me close to the Jazz. I mean, those years and Steve and the Millers, and that that was kind of a kind of when my real Jazz era began um, to be close to the organization. So it's it's a little bit of a um, you know, there's a fan, there's a coworker, there's a partnership, and that's uh, that's unique and it's different. And I don't know how else to explain it until you're in those shoes. Because you're 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 channeling across a few different vectors here, and um, I, I just think I'm grateful. I mean, I think there's really not a playbook when it comes to this. I'm super fortunate to be in an organization that that Quinn has um, helped build up. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, he's he's left this organization a heck of a lot better than he found it. But more than that, he's built a foundation that we can go build from. Um, I'm super fortunate to have Danny here. I mean, there's probably very few people that have a better mind in basketball than he does, and for him to be willing to come and help with this, and I think just this process alone, um, the idea of even this press conference is not really a normal organization how things work like this, and I hope everyone appreciates the type of character that, that Quinn is, but also Danny and the, the organization that's been built here. Jay-Z has been a huge part of this and helping with this process, and so... Um, it's going to be super collaborative, just like it has been, and um, just kind of roll with it. Last question will be Tony. Um, Coach, um, you know, when you look at your relationships with, you know, the guys that you've been here with for a long time, you know, Rudy and, you know, Joe, I know Joe's not here, um, you know, Royce, you know, guys that you've been with since the very infancy of, infancy of their careers, you know, what kind of thoughts do you take away from that, you know, just knowing the kind of impact that you've had on some of those those players? Yeah, there's a couple guys in our staff, too. That, you know, there's so many people that 
that I think have worked together and, and made, e made each other better. And I guess the, the, all the guys that you mentioned, and you mentioned some of them, the, the, there's more that I think the consistent thing over time is they all were willing, um, our whole group, to, to buy in and sacrifice for something that was bigger than them. And that's, a, that's the most rewarding thing, and it's also the hardest thing. I mean, we're all, all wired to protect our own self-interest and um, to, have a, to be a part of a, a, of a team um, and to see that happen you know, is, it fills you with a lot of pride and it's a unique thing. And it's something um, that I hope to experience again and again. But I, we had that and it's pretty special.